You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast. Mike here, just reading the Bible like it makes a difference. We're here in Romans, and we are actually here at the end of the book of Romans, the end of another book. Good stuff. Tell you what, it is impossible to go about your Christian life alone. If you are, you're doing it wrong. See, growing in Christ is supposed to be a team sport. Grace is a group project. Not only does Paul conclude this letter by giving instructions for the entire team to follow in order to glorify God as one body, but he sends greetings to and from multiple specific people who he considers co-laborers. Let's see what Paul's instructions are for we who are co-laborers in this life. Here at the end of the book of Romans, Romans chapters 15 and 16. Now, we who are strong ought to bear the weaknesses of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each one of us please his neighbor for that which is good to be building him up. For even Christ didn't please himself. But as it's written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning that through perseverance and through encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Now the God of perseverance and of encouragement grant you to be of the same mind with one another, according to Christ Jesus, that with one accord, you may with one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, Accept one another, even as Christ also accepted you to the glory of God. Now I say that Christ has been made a servant of the circumcision for the truth of God, that he might confirm the promises given to the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it's written, Therefore I'll give praise to you among the Gentiles, and sing to your name. Again, he says, Rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people. Again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, let all the peoples praise him. Again, Isaiah says, there will be the root of Jesse, he who arises to rule over the Gentiles. In him, the Gentiles will hope. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope in the power of the Holy Spirit. I myself am also persuaded about you, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish others. But I write more boldly to you, in part, as reminding you, because of the grace that was given to me by God, that I should be a servant of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, serving as a priest of the good news of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be made acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. I have therefore my boasting in Christ Jesus in things pertaining to God. For I will not dare to speak of any things except those which Christ worked through me 
for the obedience of the Gentiles by word and deed in the power of signs and wonders and the power of God's Spirit, so that from Jerusalem and around as far as to Illyricum, I have fully preached the good news of Christ. Yes, making it my aim to preach the good news, not where Christ was already named, that I might not build on another's foundation. But, as it is written, they will see to whom no news of him came. They who haven't heard will understand. Therefore, also, I was hindered these many times coming to you. But now, no longer having any place in these regions and having these many years a longing to come to you, whenever I travel to Spain, I'll come to you. For I hope to see you on my journey and to be helped on my way there by you, if first I may enjoy your company for a while. But now, I say, I'm going to Jerusalem, serving the saints. For it's been the good pleasure of Macedonia and Achaia to make certain contributions to the poor among the saints who are at Jerusalem. Yes, it's been their good pleasure, and they are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, they owe it to them also to serve them in fleshly things. When therefore I have accomplished this, and have sealed to them this fruit, I will go on by way of you to Spain. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessing of the good news of Christ. Now, I beg you, brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I might be delivered from those who are disobedient in Judea, and that my service, which I have for Jerusalem, may be acceptable to the saints, that I may come to you in joy through the will of God, and together with you find rest. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. I commend to you Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the assembly that is at Centuria, that you receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints, and that you assist her in whatever matter she may need from you, for she also herself has been a helper of many, and of my own self. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their own necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the assemblies of the Gentiles. Greet the assembly that's in their house. Greet Eponidas, my beloved, who is the first fruits of Achaia to Christ. Greet Mary, who labored much for us. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my relatives and my fellow prisoners, who are notable among the apostles, who were also in Christ before me. Greet Amplius, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and Stachus, my beloved. Greet Apelles, the approved in Christ. Greet those who are of the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my kinsman. Greet them of the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, who labor in the Lord. Greet Persis, the beloved, who labored much in the Lord. Greet Rufus, the chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brothers who are with them. Greet Philologus and Julia, Nereus and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. The assemblies of Christ greet you. Now, I beg you, brothers, look out for those who are causing the division and occasions of stumbling, contrary to the doctrine which you learned, and turn away from them. 
For those who are such don't serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by their smooth and flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of the innocent. For your obedience has become known to all. I rejoice, therefore, over you. But I desire to have you wise in that which is good, but innocent in that which is evil. And the God of peace will quickly crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, greets you, as do Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, my relatives. I, Tertius, who write this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, my host and host of the whole assembly, greets you. Erastus, the treasurer of the city, greets you, as does Quartus, the brother. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Growing in Christ is a team sport. Grace is is a group project. You can work and train with your teammates and endure all the bumps and bruises that entails, or you can sit on the bench. If you want to enjoy the victory that Christ offers us in this world, you need to learn to co-labor with the others he's put on our team. That is the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Outlawed Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.